welcome to the Dashboard Effect podcast. I'm Brick Thompson, and today I have Kate Eberly back with me, our director of our consulting group. Good to have you back, Kate. Nice to be here, Brick. So what are we talking about today? Today we're going to hit on really industry-specific measures. So those measures that are not just what you're tracking in your P&L, but what metrics might the legal industry in particular want to look at that's that's different than other companies. Yeah, okay, good. So most companies have a set of base metrics that are going to be the same, you know, around profit and loss and um, accounts receivable and DSO and various things like that. But as you get into different industries, there do tend to be specific metrics that will be common to those industries, although different companies will have variations on a theme. Yeah, I think the the goal of these, really what's going to be a series of conversations, hopefully, is to really explore what are those commonalities? What if you're in a manufacturing company, in a, a legal firm, what should you be considering as a starting point if you're just embarking on your, your BI journey? Yeah, yeah. Why don't we start with what we mean by the term metrics? What are we talking about when we say metrics? Yeah, so it's I think there are a lot of different ways that you can say metrics. So metrics, measures, key performance indicators. Really what we're talking about is a quantifiable way to track progress towards some sort of higher level objective. That might be expanding your sales base, organically growing your markets, maybe in the legal industry that's focusing on something like attorney performance, really a quantifiable way to see if rather than just trusting your gut, you're on track towards accomplishing your goals. Unsurprisingly, around here, big fans of the book Measure What Matters. And really, it's that progression of, okay, what are your high-level strategic goals? What are your objectives underneath that? And how are you going to know if you're accomplishing your, your objectives? That's your metric. Yeah, the metric or the measure is the thing that tells you whether you're hitting that objective. Exactly. Yeah. Great. Or the key result. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I think one of the things that um, happens is that people can think of lots of different metrics for their company. And sometimes um, you can sort of lose the thread by having too many. Mm-hmm. Do you have an idea about, you know, sort of what the right number of measures to have on a single report might be? You know, when you're looking at dashboards, certainly summary level dashboards that you're trying to use at either an executive or management level, really less is more. So certainly there, are, I think we've just experienced this re- re-looking in our dashboards, um, 20 measures, that's too many data points. You wouldn't drive a car with 20. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you might want to refer to some of the more obscure ones now and then, but it's not the thing that you're going to be sort of managing day to day on necessarily. <laughs> Right. So, you know, using that that car image again, where dashboard comes from, probably that seven to eight key indicators or key metrics is probably what you're looking for on the typical dashboard. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, good. So let's talk about measures in the legal industry. And let's uh, let's sort of skip the the ones that are more common to any business, any for-profit business, and, and just focus just on the legal industry. And and just to, to sort of give a little context, we've done work for some of the country's biggest law firms. And um, even though they can be very different in how they approach business, there's a lot of commonality. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk about the common metrics and measures that we run into. Yeah. And I think to start off with, there are two key questions every firm that we've worked with has wanted to answer, if not right off the start, somewhere within the first three months of our engagements. The first, 
what work have we accomplished in a set time period? And the second, are we getting paid for that work in a timely way? Yeah. And is this WIP, are you talking about work in progress, like work that's been done but we haven't billed for? Is that one of the key ones? Yeah. So work in progress, that's exactly it. When we're looking at legal firms, what that typically means is, okay, what matters has a timekeeper logged their time to so that they can charge those billable hours? The other key piece is accounts receivable. So here we're getting ready to move into Q4. A lot of times for firms, that's the end of year wrap up, the billing and collections team, the billing or responsible timekeepers. It's a very busy time of year as they're trying to get together and really collect on everything that's been billed throughout the course of the, the previous three quarters. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. So um, what work have we done that we haven't charged for or been paid for? Applies to a lot of industries, but definitely in legal, this comes up. WIP is a big one. Um, what's the next one? So really it's, you know, what else? It's actually what more. So when you're looking at WIP, traditionally legal ERP systems require a lot of very manual manual extraction processes to get to that data. So imagine your typical lawyer, their associate level lawyer, they're not going to spend too much of their highly valuable time in the day going and engaging with legal ERP systems to figure out how they're doing in the course of the year. And their management probably isn't doing that either. Yeah. Although, I mean, I know in the legal world, a lot of times pay and bonuses will be tied to, you know, how much of your, how much of your year, year was billable and so on. Um, so it's really important to get to. Some, someone's digging through and figuring that out. Yeah. And, and so the faster, the easier you can make it for associates, uh, attorneys who are actually doing the work, so the, the working timekeepers to get to their data, the faster it can be for them to get back to actually doing the work, proactively working on matters and really driving their performance to align with firm level goals. Yeah. And, you know, obviously this data is available in the uh, legal ERP system, um, the, the system they're using to, to track matters and clients and whip and all that stuff. But exposing that to individual attorneys and to, you know, the, the, the more senior partners can be really helpful to for people to know where they stand and what they need to do, that type of thing. Yeah, and I think foundationally, if a firm has a legal ERP system to start, so we've encountered Adirant, 3E, or Elite in a number of circumstances, that's a great foundation. The data is organized pretty well, but it's not optimized for reporting and getting too quickly. We have worked with a couple of firms that have had more homegrown solutions, but uh, really the the same foundations are this are in place, you want to make it as fast and as seamless for attorneys to get access to their performance data as possible. What are some of the other areas that uh, that you're going to want to track KPIs and metrics in? Yeah. So I, I think if a firm has a good foundation as it relates to what's been worked, are you getting paid in a timely manner for that work? Then I think you can start to expand the lens a little bit to really looking at metrics around bonuses, uh, which are very motivating, obviously. Uh, our partners and working timekeepers receiving those bonuses aligned with what they think they should be based on their productivity. Are you managing your matters effectively? So staying within budget, are you actually spreading the rates in a really effective way with the right blend of paralegals to associates to more senior associates and partners? And then subsequently, what are you getting from a detail perspective. Are you able to look at data by different offices or practice groups, even over different time frames? That's a lot of the nuance that once you have the foundation of how are we doing today, you can really start to dig in and get really rich data around. 
Yeah, man, I'm sure the same thing applies to digging into individual clients. I mean, some of the clients are huge. There you know, are tens of matters going on at any given time. Um, and so being able to slice and dice that how you want to can be helpful, I'm sure, in that management. Yeah, I think more and more clients are seeking that that sort of proactive data and proactive reporting from firms. So generally, your client satisfaction is going to improve if they see active your results on, on what's been worked on for them over a certain period. Yeah. Okay. What else? I think expanding the view even more. So those things that really, if, if you've got good reporting for the working timekeeper, responsible billing, your paralegals, you have a good handle on bonuses with good ways to slice and dice. Next, I mean, I think a lot of the firms we've worked with, diversity, equity, and inclusion reporting is really important. So finding that focus so you can proactively manage and make sure that you're creating an inclusive culture that's really advancing what you're trying to accomplish as a firm. That's something that we were starting to see a lot of as another area for metrics. And also being able to promote the pro bono work that a firm is doing, the case mix that it's taking on. I think that's the next horizon as it relates to to legal metrics. Yeah, those are good. I'm sure those impact firm rankings and your ability to recruit new attorneys and uh, get new clients, that type of thing. So, yeah, yeah, interesting. Okay, what else do we want to discuss here? You know, I think that really covers it for today. Um, we know there's a pretty big movement within legal IT to really move into the 21st century. Uh, there's just a huge opportunity with just a couple core reporting areas and metrics to advance your firm pretty rapidly. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, what, I, what I know uh, of some of our uh, legal customers that's been really sort of uh, impactful and, and made huge change for them is just being able to put this data at the fingertips of all of the timekeepers and people managing timekeepers. Um, some of them hadn't, haven't had that. It's been hard. They, you know, they get sort of static reports, um, Excel sheets, um, you know, uh, outputs, uh that they can't really interact with and slice and dice. Um, I think another big one is also just the uh, management of the data in terms of governance. So, you know, role level security. So you're only seeing data on your matters or on your clients, those types of things. Those are the types of things that um, really supercharge this. Oh, absolutely. I think role level security and, and following those hierarchies is really important in legal. So you have one responsible timekeeper overseeing a group of associates and paralegals, making sure that those associates only see their data is actually very pivotal in this field. Yeah. Okay. Well, good discussion. I know we wanted to just kind of cover this at a high level. I think we've done that. Seems like we could come back and do a a, a longer podcast on this at some point. But uh, but I've enjoyed the uh, the education here and look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks, Brick. Same. All right. See ya.